2: Hey, what's up? This is Travis McCready, formerly of Bishop Gunn, and
1: currently Travis McCready and The Tramp. You're listening to The Hook Rock.
0: Welcome back to the Hook Rocks. I am your host Jay Scott. Thanks for tuning in once again. We've got a great episode lined up for you today. As a reminder, as I always start the episodes, we are part of the Pantheon Podcast Network, great network of music-related podcasts. You can check out all the Hook Rocks latest and greatest, and the old episodes as well, as well as Martin Popoff, the rock historian, Ron Anesti with Karma to Peace, and Vinnie Apice on the Hanging and Bangin' podcast. Bako on Corbers and Fire and my great friends Tom and Zeus on the Shout Out Loudcast, The Great Kiss Podcast. So you can check them out at pantheampodcast.com. You can follow them on Twitter at Pantheon Pods and you can follow The Hook Rocks wherever you do podcasts, whether it's Amazon, Spotify, Apple, as well as on Twitter at The Hook Rocks, as well as Facebook so thank you very much for tuning in it's great to be here in 2022 with all of you and it's great to welcome in our next guest repeat offenders to the hook rocks we have them on when they released their EP back in October. Uh, one of the great music releases in 2021. Uh, Just a very powerful album. I talked about it recently on our fourth quarter, top fourth quarter releases. And uh, we'll be talking about it more as we go into 2022. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome in the band The Warning. What's going on, girls? How are you?
3: It's great to be back. Great to be back, and happy New Year! Yes,
0: happy New Year to all of you. Um, It's an exciting uh, time. Always new beginnings. I know we're going to get into some chat about the tour and where we're at with everything there. But how excited! Are you guys to see the response to the EP that you guys have released? It's been one of the best releases, in my opinion, in 2021. Such a diverse album in terms of the arrangements, in terms of you know how much you guys pushed yourselves to, as we talked in the last interview. Uh, it's got to be pretty satisfying that people are really connecting with it.
2: Yes, we're very, very, very happy about how, how this EP has done, mm-hmm. and uh, first of all, thank you very much for the kind words on it, because we worked so hard on it, and uh, I can't believe October. Yeah. Like, it, it feels like such a short and long time ago at the same time, time. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, we're honestly just so happy with the response it has gotten, mm-hmm. and we're like... Um, we're so
3: glad to give this music to everyone for it, to make it their own. Because that's, I think, the most important thing about the music world. Everyone uh, gets a song for themselves and just kind of makes it their own. And we're so happy to be doing that with this new EP. And we actually still have uh, the second half uh, yes, it's of this album that we have yet to release. And it's going to be an amazing new part of 2022 for us as well.
0: Yes, you guys mentioned that on the last interview that we did, that this is kind of like a two-parter EPs, you know, two EPs. Um, It's hard to imagine, you know, how good this other EP will be because this first one is so strong. Um, But, you know, I I was having a conversation about the EP yesterday for an episode. And what really impressed me about the album is I've really listened to it more and more. Is just the diversity in music. You have these incredible arrangements, and you mix in like metal, prog rock, and even some Latin guitar and some Latin beats too, as well. That are kind of all fuse together in this great, glorious sound that you guys have created with the EP. Um, as you guys have developed and you know become the, you know better musicians as you keep playing and, and keep writing and keep performing. Um, when you were putting together all that stuff, was it? was it that's was that the direction you wanted to go into was having like this diverse arrangements and music or was this something that just happened organically during the recordings
2: oh it usually happens organically yeah but at the same time we're conscious that we do
3: have we are way, taking that road yeah and that we when have different we find it. <laughs> and we
2: have different influences and we're conscious of when and where they shine within our songs but it's not like a stylistic choice that we say in this song like we're going to have to do all of this it just kind of starts of uh, being born and that's where we're like oh you know what this is pretty specific let's take this road yeah
0: because i think that's what really sets you apart from the other new bands that are emerging onto the scene is that diversity in the arrangements in the music and the way you guys write music and present it uh you know, there's a lot of great new rock bands that are out there, but very few, if any, do what you guys do in terms of just the complexity and just the the journey that each song really becomes as you listen to it. I mean, each song is it's kind of like its own adventure, which is really cool and unique.
3: Thank you so much. We really appreciate that because, yes, we are very uh, big fans of changing like the direction a song has. Uh, within the same song, like we yeah. we like to surprise people with things that they wouldn't and expect.
2: Especially, <laughs> like especially because we like to feel that way with music, mm-hmm. and we like to be taken by surprise. And I also feel like it's such a big generational thing. We have like a shorter attention span, and we've seen it on like so many different other things. So I feel like we're the same when it comes to music. We're we're expecting some sort of like Change. a plot twist, mm-hmm. some element of surprise. So. I feel like we do keep it in mind while we're writing.
0: Because when I hear, you know, obviously, you know, there's the the heavy influence of Metallica uh, in your music, but I also hear other things too as well, like Rush. Um, you know, in terms of the time changes, Rush is very known for that kind of diverse element in their music too, as well. Well, they will be, you know, there'll be the song will be so involved, and all of a sudden it changes in mid song into something completely different. And it kind of takes you kind of, you kind of go along for the ride, which is a really cool thing with bands like Rush Metallica, you know, your Iron Maidens really kind of do that where, you know, the song is a, is like an epic journey. And, and I hear that element in your music. Um, and it's really, really interesting for you guys being as young as you are to have those complexities and that mature sound in your music.
2: Well, thank you. So So I feel like it like really partakes to the music that we listened to while we were young and what we grew up with and how not only like the music we grew up with, but also the musicians that taught us how Mm -hmm. to play our instruments. They also had like a lot of these influences and uh, the way that we were taught to look at music and like see and feel it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like that that's why we do things the way we do them
0: as far as the music goes and as far as this other EP that will come out at some point in 2022, was this all recorded during the same session? Yes.
3: yes. So it okay. would have a coherent, you know, cohesive cohesive sound. Yes. Um, in, 2020, in, 2020,
2: in 2020, we went to New Jersey wow. for yeah. three months and we recorded this album uh, with David Bendis. David Bendis was our producer and uh, it was an amazing experience. We grew so much as musicians and as people. And uh, it was such a cool experience. We had never been uh, away from home for that long. So that was pretty different.
3: But I can't wait yeah. to show you guys the other half. I think it's going to be like.
2: I feel like everything will just make yeah. sense. Yeah. It will, it will oh be a gosh. complete journey hearing the six songs from the EP and, and the then. rest of the other six songs together.
0: <laughs> no. As far as this release goes, a lot of bands, because of the delay in music being released in 2020, uh, 2021 being such a big year for music, such a big year for great new rock music, um, there were so many great releases um, throughout the whole year. Everybody was kind of swinging for the fences. So in that aspect, you know, bands didn't really tour a lot. They had to kind of put things on pause. And the idea now that they have more material to release is so they can seamlessly tour and release music kind of at the same time. Um, is that the idea for you guys too as well?
2: Ooh, well, we don't have a set plan, honestly. But it could, it could be a cool possibility. And I feel like as times are changing, the way that the music industry is looking at things right now is also changing. So honestly, we're just right now kind of figuring things out. But it could be a possibility. Yes.
0: Yeah. How was the festival in Maryland that you guys did uh in the fall too as well? I saw some of the pictures Absolutely. online. Yes. Yes. It was it looked it looked tremendous.
3: Welcome yes. to Rockville. It was so it was really cool. Cool. It was really I nice. got really emotional honestly like getting back on a stage after a year and a half of not playing anything. It was insane. It was so cool. It was so cool.
2: Yes, and uh it was our first time playing at a festival in the, in the u.s UIF, yeah we had never done one in the u.s and it was such a cool thing for us and it was just so exciting the people were awesome honestly i didn't expect that many people
3: yeah we were on a side stage and, and we had and, an um, early spot
2: so we were like man like okay we were just there for like oh my god let's see like which of our fans did come to the show but we started playing and it was just full of people yeah, and it so was insane it was really fun. it was so much fun
0: what was that experience? I mean, this is the first time. Is this the first time you played it in front of an American crowd or just the festival? Oh,
2: just, just the, the festival. festival. Yeah. We OK. Have- okay. Yes. But what
0: was that experience like? I mean, there are other bands on that bill that, you know, there was I think I saw pictures of you guys with Disturbed and some other bands, too, as well. Um, what was that like for you guys to to be around yeah. that?
3: Like the backstage experience was yes. so, so super fun. cool. We got to meet a lot of cool people. I got to meet Kevin Quinn and everyone yes. from Sleeping Sirens. I was just like, oh my god! Hey, oh my hey. god! We met a lot Uh-oh. of
2: cool people that yeah. day, and uh, it was again, it was pretty quick and cool. And everyone was also like taking care of themselves. But it it was just an amazing experience to be in this festival with so many incredible bands yeah. and artists that we, we felt look part up part of that to. community. So it, it was just incredible.
0: Was it intimidating at all? Or was it, hey, let's just show people who, who, what we're about and get up there and kick some butt?
2: I feel like the latter. Yeah. yeah. We were just so excited that we hadn't played in a while. Yeah. So the nerves were more of like, oh, my God, we haven't played in over a year and a
3: half. Yeah. Please, so, Bonnie, we
2: were, remember how to do this. Yes, exactly. So we were kind of more concentrated on that. But as soon as we got on stage, it was like proving ourselves that like to ourselves that we still got it and we can still rock out with the people in front of us. Yes.
3: Yeah.
0: I think the amazing thing, too, that I heard from another fellow podcaster who was watching via the stream was your fans showed up like... In the stream chat, like days before you guys even went on stage, which is incredible. Um, that is awesome. I mean, you guys have such a dedicated, loyal fan base already that they're already representing for you guys. You know, when you guys aren't even performing, they're in, 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 in the chat room. You know, for the stream, like waiting for days for you yeah. guys. That's pretty cool. Oh,
3: that's no. amazing! Yeah, our fans are
0: amazing. Yeah. We and love
3: them. And honestly,
2: like, go. It's pretty nerve wracking to come back to play after such a long time of not playing, and getting that type of support. And mm-hmm. you just get like really confident, and you feel really, um, well supported. And yeah. uh, it's just an incredible feeling that we. We know that we have these people backing us up and supporting us along the way. And you just feel like uh, there's really big inspiration to keep doing what you're doing.
0: How do you guys stay connected to music that's been recorded, you know, for several months? You know, obviously there's that waiting and there's that anticipation and you want to play these songs live because you work so hard on them. But there's also that you you got to stay connected with something that maybe you wrote a year ago. Um, a year and a half ago. And you guys are always evolving as people. We always, you know, people do evolve, but to stay connected with something can be a challenge. How do you guys maintain that?
2: Oh, I feel like something that I do a lot is I write a lot. I write all the time. And sometimes I like to go on my phone and look at my voice memos and just hit a random date and start listening to the things that I was writing. And sometimes it inspires me to do something else. And sometimes I'm like, whoa, that was really good. And I forgot about that. And it kind of drives you back to the place you were in that moment and how you were feeling because we Mm -hmm. do evolve as people and we do grow. So sometimes hearing those older songs or older recordings that we have, like I'm such a different person now. And it's kind of cool to look back on that and Mm -hmm. see how I can interpret that person that I was
3: today. And as to stay connected with the songs and still... Uh, have that feeling of when we first wrote it, when we we're performing it, always like right now, when we perform stuff from our first album, <laughs> it's just like, wow, it was so long ago. But we, uh, our job is to also, you know, get that feeling that is important and that is, uh, expressed in that song and just learn how to channel it. And again. I, and I
2: feel that as time starts passing and you start playing these songs, they have a different meaning. Yeah, as we too. did from the beginning. And um, it, you just related to now, like, playing them live and seeing people love these songs. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it's a, it's a yeah.
0: part. Well, that, that, I mean, that's important, too, because, you know, I've always said a great song evolves with you. Um, so the meaning of the song could mean one thing when you're writing it, one thing when you're recording it. And then as you perform Throughout your career, the meaning of that song, that connection to that song can change. And that's really the, the a test of a great song. A lot of people say it's, you know, it stands the test of time. It still sounds good. And that's all true. But, you know, when, when I hear a song that I like, that I haven't heard in 20 years, and it meant something different to me 20 years ago that it does now, that's really a really remarkable song. Because that song is changing with you as you change as a person. Um, and, and it's it's a very interesting period to be in when you're when you feel that from a from lyrics from music from the song itself
2: yes definitely definitely. and it happens to us us as like as writers and as a band but also with music we love (laughs) it's crazy to hear some of the songs that i listened to in middle school and then listening to them now and i still like them and i relate to them in such a different way so it music is incredible so it's pretty
0: cool as far as the tour goes, you guys got some things to talk about with the upcoming uh, U.S. states here, North American dates that, um, um, you know, is just kind of evolving in terms of the news, in terms of what's happening. If you guys want to go ahead and share what you guys uh, have, what, you know, what, what's going on.
3: Yeah, well, we are very, very, very uh, heartbroken right now. Uh, honestly, we wanted to share that with you guys. But our Mayday tour, was, which was going to be happening January and February of 2022, has been postponed. It, there's absolutely like we've we figured we wanted to figure out some way to do it and, and go ahead and make it yeah. work and keep everyone safe. But it is out of our hands. There's absolutely nothing that we can do to save this. And we really want to take care of everyone who follows us. We really want to, and to take care of uh, ourselves, ourselves and, and give the, the, the best tour that we can give. Because at this point, it was a very high probability that if we went ahead with the tour, they would uh, cancel it midway because it's very hard for us not to, uh catch something in the cold and meeting a lot of people regularly and the actual venues could actually turn us away from playing so we were we it was a very tough decision it was we we're devastated honestly we worked on this for so long and <sighs> we practiced really so much tough. and it was
2: not only our hard work but our team and all the fans who were traveling to come see us yeah. we were really dying to do this again and uh, I, it, it really left us heartbroken, and we're just like in this weird limbo
3: of like, nah. what,
2: what is going on? Yeah. yeah. But honestly, I feel like this is not only for the best of the band, but but like health wise, and for everyone who follows us. So even though it breaks our heart to do this, we know that it is the, the best right and thing. wisest thing to do.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can only speak for Chicago. I know as of Monday. They just instituted a proof of vaccine policy, yeah. you know, where every place you go to, whether it's a restaurant, whether it's a store, you've got to show your proof of vaccine um, in order to get in. And, you know, it's difficult for, you know, for people who may not have gotten the vaccine yet or maybe you've just got the first dose. Um, they've got to you know prove that. And then there's other each state is kind of different. Um, which I, I can only imagine adds to the frustration for you guys because, you know, it, you know what your policies may become may be good for a certain number of states or a certain number of venues. It's not good for, you know, different states or different venues where you have. So it's really, it's got to be inc- incredibly tough to manage um, the logistics of all that. And then you brought up a good point that, you know, I, I know a lot of bands... Even last year, at the beginning of last year, had to cancel their dates. And to do that mid tour, when you have things contracted out, you have things. It's 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 not a good situation for a band to be in, their crew to be in, um, as well as the people going to as well. Because you know, if people are traveling to your shows, and you know everything's fine today, but come Sunday, it it cancels i mean that's money that those your fans may not be able to recoup in terms of flight costs in terms of hotel you know reservations so it's 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 not just making a decision to just cancel because of what's happening with the virus that's the that's the base reason of it but it also is it could be it could be an absolute nightmare if you guys continue on because nobody wants to do that to their fans that are traveling from other countries, from other places to see you guys and then have left with nothing and not know what's going to happen. So I think it's an, unfortunate, it's an unfortunate situation we're all in, but you guys have worked so hard. You guys have worked so hard on this music that to do it right, I think, is the most important thing.
3: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So right now we're like literally focusing every single ounce of energy that we have and keeping our head high, just like being there for everyone, maybe figuring out what to do, what are the next dates. Maybe we can reschedule this tour sooner than expected. We're trying to figure everything out so we can uh, keep moving forward.
0: Has there been talk about when this may happen or is that still up in the air?
3: It's still a bit up in the air. We're as, as, I mean, we really thought this was going to happen January and February. So we actually don't know. We have to just like see how this uh, progresses and just trying to plan with that. Um, yes. But, but hopefully now in the summer, it will be, I think, like a cool, uh, a good opening window for it to happen again.
0: Yeah. You know, it's like I said, it's important to do this right. It's important. I mean, you know, nothing is probably more frustrating than having this canceled, but nothing would be even, it probably would even be more frustrating is to kind of have all these stops and starts for two months where you can play here, but you can't play here. And, you know, there's, there's people, other people besides the band involved too, you know, that you have to think of, you got your crew, you got, you know, the actual venues the employees of the venues so um it's disappointing to hear but i think you guys will be on on the same stage as you were going to be sooner than you think
3: hopefully, hopefully. hopefully. thank hopefully. you so yes. much yeah we really hope we're, we're so. trying to keep the good vibes yes yeah.
0: <laughs> so what are you guys going to do while you are waiting for uh, for you guys to to do some things what's what's next <laughs>
2: Well, (laughs) um, I think think that we're just going to be like, keep continuing uh, connecting with our fans. And especially Especially in this time that, well, this happened Mm -hmm. and uh, try to be closer than ever. And just like really share what we're working on, which is going to be a lot of practicing. So (laughs) practicing for this tour. uh, So just know that now that it's postponed it's gonna be even better than it was gonna that's be true <laughs> and surprisingly true.
3: we have still uh kept writing a lot we're yes. doing new music oh, even though true. we have new music that hasn't been released but we're already working on new, th- yeah
2: <laughs> so i feel like just trying to like keep up the good vibes and keep doing what we love which is writing music sharing it connecting mm-hmm. with our fans and just uh trying to do the best we can with the situation that we have yes
0: what about like the creative process? Is there any new material that you guys have been working on?
2: Ooh, yes! I mean, we've had so much time over the past what is it, two years almost? Um, so yes, we do have a, a lot of new material that is still not
3: completely like concrete, yeah, but the ball is rolling. We yeah, are, we exactly. are getting there. We we do have to like. Uh, just like sit down, grab like a month or something just to do that, you know, to like yes. complete it. But like, we already have things certain, planned yes, out. Certain, yes. yes.
0: When you think of the, you know, the, the plan, right. I mean, you guys have a vision for what you want to do. 2022 um, is part of that vision. The release of, the, of Mayday EP was, was definitely part of that vision. Um You know, now that you have to pause it a little bit, um, how do you guys in terms of, I always believe out of something bad, something good always happens. You know, I always think that, you know, no, no situation goes to waste. And even though the situation may not be what you want, something good will come out of it. How have you guys positioned yourselves to, to, to have something good come out of this postponement, this pause in the tour?
2: Well, oh, I feel like, um, just, again, connecting with these, like, we have more time to do more things with Mm -hmm. our fans, and uh, we have
3: more time to perfect the things that maybe we felt that we hadn't gotten right and I know um, this is going to sound very weird but yeah we're trying to look at the little positive things like it won't be winter anymore so yes like,
2: maybe there won't uh, be that much snow and yes, we'll uh, we also had that
3: them. we also had that in mind like we hope that we don't get like snowed in on the highway or something like at one point because yeah it's like a it's very point. cold I hadn't thought yeah. Of that. yeah so we're like it's going to be less of a risk in highways and stuff like that the temperature is going to be better um And I don't know. Yeah. We keep finding like little things like this. Like, sure. Okay, we can do better like in this area next time around. So you yes. you guys are going to get like a the best experience. of the best. Yeah. Yes. Because we already went through like planning two tours that did not. <laughs> so
2: third time's a charm. Yeah.
0: Well, your face is when I told you that it was 13 degrees here in Chicago before the interview.
2: Yeah. At, at first I thought 13, 13 degrees, degrees Celsius, Celsius. And I'm
3: like, well, that's not that's that not bad. Not bad. But when you said Fahrenheit. I was like, I can't believe that. We're not even at thirteen degrees Celsius, Celsius here. It's like no. twenty degrees. Yeah. Celsius.
0: Well, that's nothing. I think tomorrow it's going to be seven, and then with the windshield, it'll be like minus twenty-five.
2: No. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Fahrenheit. Yes. That's insane. That's, insane. No. that's yeah. crazy. No. <laughs>
0: yeah. No. no it's it's um. So basically, yeah. in Chicago, when it gets forty degrees, we put our shorts on.
3: Oh, because no. because
0: it's 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 a heat wave it's considered like it's warm outside
3: okay no like
2: we spent christmas at like 90 degrees yeah Fahrenheit yeah here yeah. so i can't imagine no, it no, being no. that cold and then the you, we won't have that
0: originally you guys going to be here february 2nd that's like smack dab in
2: yes.
0: in the weather you know the misery of we of were, our winters and then you know you guys also have to coordinate because I remember last time you talked about there was no good Mexican food in New Jersey so now <laughs> you'll have time to plan yes. where all the good places are well
2: That's thoroughly exactly. research yeah. yes yes
0: thoroughly research so these are all positives these are all good things yes. you know the more time you have to research the better the show is going to be the more comfortable you guys will be yeah. it's all it's all good
3: this way and it will also which is something that we love it will make it easier for us to have like meet and greets and stuff like that because the cold is also like a big issue for that so yeah
2: so it's it's only gonna get better exactly
0: well you know even though you know it, it, it there's a delay in it i don't i don't believe it'll be too long before you guys are back here playing the places that you were going to play or other places too as well. Um You also have ex- you know, the excitement of having another EP released at some point in 2022, which I'm sure your fans are going to love. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's a pause and it, it, it happens and it's been happening to a lot of people. I mean, a lot of bands have been, um, you know, pausing their tour. I mean, I have, I have tickets to see uh, Mammoth and Dirty Honey and it's kind of iffy whether that'll happen or not too as well. So I
3: feel them. Yes. it's cuz yeah, it's, it's yeah. a sometimes. Yeah. Yes.
0: So as you guys as, as you guys move forward um and you guys, you know, prepare for eventually coming here and with the music that you released in October and the festival Welcome to Rockville, you know, has since the since the uh release of the EP how satisfied are you guys with where things are progressing, where things are at with, with, with the warning?
2: Oh, wow. Well, um, I feel like we grew a lot yeah. in these years, which mm-hmm. have been really hard on everyone. And we were just really surprised of like all the support that, that continued have that, growing right? yeah. uh, during these times. And, uh, we're very happy with the support our music has gotten, especially our new music. Mm-hmm. And, uh, hopefully it's only up, a- from here, that more people started to And especially, generally. I
3: think, yeah. the the people that we've met. We've connected with a lot of yes. people in the music industry, mm-hmm. which are amazing. We're so glad to, to be working with them, whether it's our music or someone else's music. We have just, like, really uh, learned a lot about the industry and just kind of, like, uh, feeling kind of, like, very integrated in this community that... Um, that exists. <laughs> but yes, point is that we are really excited for what's to come and we feel very good.
0: As far as being part of the emerging rock scene um, and having a place within that, that, that scene that's constantly developing. Um, how do you, when you see yourself and the other bands that are out there that are really, you know, making headway and really starting to resonate with a younger crowd, um, not so much the classic rock crowd, which, in my opinion, you shouldn't care about. You should care about the young audience because they'll grow with you. That's just my opinion. Um, but uh, as far as being part of that, you know, how do you feel about where the state of new rock is right now?
2: Well, I feel like it's constantly evolving. I feel like rock has always been a genre where like so many things are acceptable and trying something new is always very welcomed and uh i see it like with younger people like when i'm on TikTok, sometimes i hear like these really heavy rock songs just trending and i'm like people are getting into this
3: genre in very different ways you see many different people getting into more than than a yeah sorry yeah, no, no, no. more than a genre of music it's also like a feeling it's like a state of of being it's and a community exactly. that people feel
2: really attracted to and a style and just like an overall appeal that is like now resonating with the youth and in the times that we're passing through now it's just very inspiring to see that yes. and to think that we can be a part of that and push more people to either listen or play or write rock
3: music
0: what do you guys listen to when, when you're not recording and creating? What, what are some of the bands or artists that you guys like?
3: A lot Ooh. of different things. I'm yes. listening to a lot of nothing but thieves, <laughs> uh, yes. joy wave, and then I go back to like classics, like I listen to like my chemical romance, and then like- The classics. Yeah, okay, yes, you you got me there. Uh, but yeah, I'm listening to a lot of stuff, and then we're also- Oh, Pow's listening to a lot of Teen Impala. Oh yeah, I like Teen Impala. Mm-hmm. Um, also,
2: I feel- Like, we listen to a lot of things. I listen to a lot of classical music and Mm -hmm. instrumental music. And uh, I think we just really vary. But, and a lot of Japanese rock as well. But it's the moment when we start writing and we see all these little influences pop up. Mm -hmm. And you're like, wow, like, I never expected that listening to this would bring me to this point. And I feel that's what newer rock is doing. Mm -hmm. It's just a mix of so many influences making something that's still
3: rock, but something new. And that's something special about music—is that the, there isn't like a right or wrong thing to do. It's just like a different where it takes you. Yeah.
0: What about you, Alejandra? What do you What are you listening to?
3: Um, so right now, like last year, I listened to
2: a lot of instrumental music. Um, I do sometimes go back to well, more of the classic. Well, oh, not more of the classics, classics. The classics. <laughs> but like um, stuff I listened to when I was young, like Muse, maybe. Oh yeah, My Chemical Romance, like. The emo phase, but but yeah, we do listen to a lot of, like we do share a lot of the same influences. Yeah, we do. It's
3: because tastes. all also pal like blasts music. Yeah, she out, does.
2: Out. What she I listen to, music. they will listen yeah. to. Yeah. We're in the same house. Yeah, so, yes. that happens
0: a lot. Just like a typical drummer, right?
2: Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the drummer listens to, the band listens to. Totally. You know. Well, as we wrap up here, um, obviously, disappointing news, but it's not all bad. It'll be happening before we know it for all the fans that are out there. Um, Is there any message or anything you want to say to the fans before we wrap up?
3: Well, thank you for listening, by the way. And also, thank you for being patient with us. We know that none of us like this situation, least of all uh, us. We are very, very, very heartbroken that this is happening. But trust us, we will come better than before it will be an amazing tour and we're gonna be so happy rocking out together so wait for us and from the
2: bottom of our hearts thank you so much for your continued support it really means the world to us especially in these times where we can feel very frustrated or bummed out about things that are happening we always feel very comforted by knowing that you guys have our backs so generally from the bottom of our hearts thank Thank you you so much much. big hugs and happy new year we wish you the very best and we hope to see you soon
0: all right, everybody, that is The Warning. I'm Jay Scott. This is The Hook Rocks. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Take care of each other. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we will chat again soon. Thanks.
3: I've already collapsed. So I'll just drown my sorrows in a non-existent world. I don't know what is worse, the utter way.
1: Do that.